0: On the BAMFCAST Shhh Be quiet What's up? We're in.
1: Alright, welcome to the BAMFCAST Hey BAMFCAST Episode 184 That's a lot of numbers It is it's A little more than the last one
2: yeah, it's weird like
1: that. Oh, you, you're fired. <laughs> no, you already quit. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can't fire me. Oh. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Some months we do theme months, but normally we like freedom, and we watch whatever the hell we want, which is what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm.
0: The themed month, freedom
1: month. Yes. Where we watch wherever the <laughs> hell we want. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes we take listener suggestions. And yeah, sometimes we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go and we come in here and we talk about the movie for the first half, mm. and then they get ratings: the good bad movies, and the enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and some robot jocks. All right, oh, robot jocks. Mm-hmm. And the bad bad movies as not stay away. They get negative sliding scale one to five bags and some douchebags after Twilight. Boom. Oh no, terrible. We <laughs> don't like that. So this has been in our queue of things to watch for a long time, and it was brought to our attention uh, via voicemail or no email like uh, yeah, last episode Patrick. yeah mm-hmm. Patrick, and um Patrick.
3: our friend from poland
1: right and uh, he said when are you gonna watch death machines jet death, death machine machine tonight not, singular not, death yeah machine. not ron marchini death machines but no. 1994 Stephen norrington's death machine so that's what we did yes so plot summary and then we'll talk more about death machine When the new CEO of a weapons manufacturer learns that the company is secretly developing the ultimate killing machine, a half-man, half-machine that tracks its victims by sensing fear, she tries to get rid of both the weapon and its creator. Yep. All right. Yeah. Let's rate it.
3: Sounds about right. We saw this on Netflix.
1: We did. Sadly, it was a full-frame version. And standard definition. Yeah. Yeah. And badly cropped.
3: Yeah, which... And Early 90s, all, and movies. it was also
1: the 97, 99 minute whatever. 99 minute, 99 cut. minute cut.
3: Not the director's preferred cut, apparently. But
1: well, he doesn't even like the
2: director's cut.
3: Oh, he doesn't like any cut. No, that's no. why there he's, are four different cuts. He's exceedingly unhappy with this movie. Yes,
1: he's Blade Runnering it, <laughs> or maybe just blading it. <gasps> uh, it's Steven directed by Stephen. That jones a runner. Director yeah. of Blade. <laughs> yeah, and yes. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Sure, yeah. some other movies. And
3: maybe. Uh, has he done anything since League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, or was that like it? Was it were they just like I'm you just sure cut off, son? So this
1: guy actually worked on Aliens too, Stephen Norrington. Yeah, he works in the FX department. Oh, hmm. that's where he got the Which, idea. Yeah,
3: kind of explains <laughs> a lot of what you see in this movie. Hey, what kind if of the explains everything you see in this movie? If it makes really. you feel
1: any better, he has not worked other than behind the scenes since League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He sounds has not right. been a director yeah. since then. Hmm. He was a sculptor on Exorcist at the beginning. Oh, oh well, then. That means and
2: Which one though? Because weren't there two of those? The, the yeah, there
1: full two different versions of that was. thing. I don't know. Anywho, anywho, this, this death machine. machine this right. machine. This death machine. This death machine. Um, cast. Other than Brad Dorif, yeah, a bunch of people like he might go. I think I recognize that. Yeah, maybe
3: Porkins. Yeah, yes, Porkins from Star Wars. Yes,
1: there's William Hootkins. Hootkins, also known as the uh, top. Min guy from yes. of the Lost Ark. It's mm-hmm. got uh,
0: Tommy Wiseau. Brad doing looking like Brad. Yeah. Um, oh, their, their
1: character names are mm. part of the reason why if this movie didn't do certain things I would probably hate this movie um, because it's like basically almost a fir- t- first time director going like I'm going to make a movie in league with all these other great sci-fi and mm-hmm. horror movie people and make little references where my character's names are Jack Dante John Carpenter, Sam Raimi, Scott Ridley, and then two characters named Yutani and Wayland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how
2: much I hate that. I can't, yeah. I can't stand it.
1: Well, it's if this movie hadn't kind of redeemed itself, this would be the reason I would just go fuck this movie yeah. and this guy and everything. Yeah, because
3: right. you, you can get away with one character like that. Mm-hmm. Not every character. No. Basically, there's only one character that's not a reference to a living person. Is right. there
0: a character that's not a reference? Hayden Kale. Kale. There's no
2: got to be...
3: Well, she's
0: a... What? She's a rip-off. Well, yeah. She's uh, a Ripley-off. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm just just talking (laughs) about (laughs) 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 name-wise. Oh, I see what you did. Uh, 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 But really, but you can't, like, that takes you so far out of any fiction that they have when you do that sort of thing, which is a bad idea. Yeah. All their fiction is kind of garbage anyway. Yeah. This is true. But this was made in 1994. Mhm. Well, and it, it feels released like in it. 1994 and yeah. If you've seen an early 90s sci-fi low budget movie, mm. you know what this movie looks like. Garbage. Like,
2: no. Yep. It just it it's, it's just has that look. That's shot on VHS. It's, everything's blue and there's steam everywhere and it's mm-hmm. fuzzy and and
3: hard lighting yeah. and just it, it it's a very distinct look that was only around for a very like Basically between like 1990 and pretty much like 94, 95, maybe.
2: Yeah. yeah. it was shot in Pinewood. So that's something. Mm-hmm. It was at least shot on a stage where other movies were, that good movies were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like so, it might have rubbed off yeah, or something. I, mean, oh, I think maybe in a scene or two it mm.
1: did. Like yeah, the ghost but. of Pinewood come down and be like, <laughs> yeah. no, let us make your movie better. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: by association, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean it's got that split second Alien Three type yeah. look yeah. to it, which is kind of takes some getting used to. Yeah,
1: but too it, many it, flashy lights. That's that was always a problem. Like mm-hmm. quick cuts and flashy lights. It's like okay, and a
3: lot of computer screens. Yeah. Oh yeah, like,
1: and a lot of old feeling computer screens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is that nineties tech thing we were talking about? Mm-hmm. Just put yeah. more of them. Yeah. yeah. So
3: that, that's what the
2: future will be. Yeah. Yeah, giant goddamn monitors uh-huh. everywhere.
1: <laughs> so Welcome to the 90s. This movie opens and we're treated to, there's a project that is going on at this company <laughs> called the Hardman Project. Mm-hmm. And they go yeah. to this, it looks like a diner where apparently this guy went nuts and killed all the patrons. And now he's in the bathroom with a lady cowering underneath the urinal and he's just punching the wall. Repeatedly. Yep. Wall that's puncher. Harder. Wall yeah.
3: puncher 2000.
1: So he's just punching the wall, punching the wall. And then, like, all these other guys in, you know, pseudo futuristic tack gear come in and they're like, all right, let's put him down. And the, and Porkins, the big guy, is like, no nah, it's too important. Like, he's going to glitch and pass out any second. Then. And he mm-hmm. does. He face plants into the wall and falls down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where the movie opens. Yep. Yeah. And then it's cut to news footage of. This company is running everything. What is the name of the company? I keep forgetting. Chank. The- Chank. Chank.
3: C-H-A-A-N-K. Chank. 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 D-Chank. Chang
1: armaments are destroying humanity and making all these bad projects. So there's all of these protesters outside the building where our heroine of the movie, uh, Hayden Kale, is showing up for work. She and gets punched she in, in the face.
3: F- punched <laughs> in the face by a protest Yeah, and then like a square shown, in the face. shown
1: some picture where the lady can't hold it still. Yeah. Like this
3: was my brother or yeah, something. Just look at what you did on this piece of paper. Yeah. Just look at it.
1: And anyway, she eventually gets goes in and and immediately goes to a board meeting where um Ridley or Scott Ridley, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, is <sighs> leading the uh like before she walks in, he's kind of like, all right, we have to contain all this. Tell me what happened. Where's the leak? all this like i'm gonna have your asses in a sling this guy's great because he's antagonistic to everyone yeah like they're like hey all right i need some ideas where the leak come from and he's like uh sir i think the leak fuck Fuck you you. (laughs) fuck the leak i got your fucking leak right here Yeah, and and he does this to everyone Mm -hmm. and
3: every character
2: he
1: encounters he says even people trying to help him Yeah. yeah
3: people are doing what he says yes yeah.
1: And then she walks in and she's like, uh, you can end this right now. I'm the leak." And what? He's like, "What? You
3: fucker. Fuck you."
1: Yeah. <laughs> so they they have an angry board meeting and she proposes that they get rid of Dante. Angry boards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She proposes that they fire Dante, who is apparently their I don't know, head researcher guy mm-hmm. who is also a little crazy. Boy genius. Yeah. And she's like, "I propose we fire him." And everyone's just like, "Rump for rump." And gets up and leaves. And yeah. it's like meeting adjourned. Meeting over. Nobody seconded her motion, so no, yeah.
3: yeah.
1: wasn't happening. Nope. So I think pretty much right after that, she goes back to her office and is kind of chilling, and then gets a call that Dante will now see you. Yeah, yeah. She's like, he'll see me. I'm a yeah, chief but, executive. He yeah, grrr. she's kind of
3: she's not particularly likable at first. Yeah, like like because you're not really clear like you're you're not really clear what's going on.
2: No, the but first like, 20 you minutes know that are she's
3: like kind of new to the company. I yeah. mean, you're getting that assumption from people, but it's not very clear, like, who the good guys are. I mean, you know the one guy is, like, a piece of crap, but <laughs> it turns out he's not that big a piece of crap. No,
2: they're all sort of varying levels yeah. of pieces of crap, so. Yeah. right.
3: But she goes to meet Brad Dorif, who is Dante, uh-huh. and he... Brad he, Dorf is playing every Brad Dorif character ever. Yeah, or, but he, of one.
2: he works in, like, a 90s L.A. industrial punk bar because, like, everyone down there is welding, mm-hmm. but it looks like a nightclub.
1: Well, his room specifically is that cyberpunk uh, boy-child thing. Right. Where he's got, on one screen, he's got porn going on, and the other one, it's like some weird cartoon, and then he's got action figures everywhere, and just pipes and hoses and shit Mm -hmm. hanging from the ceiling.
2: Yeah, man-child.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like every geek's lair. Right. right. Every every hacker geek lair. Yeah,
2: just shelves of crap and...
1: Uh Gear, sweet hacks, mm-hmm. and and weird, creepy pictures of anime girls that he's drawn on the wall. And yeah, just everything. Yeah, because so she walks in, and he's not there, and so she's like, "I'm gonna look around," and proceeds to knock everything over. And of then he then he like appears in the doorway, like, "Can I help you?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "I want you to do something." And he, so he's like, just goes over and sits and starts watching the cartoon and ignores her. So she walks mm-hmm. over, turns the cartoon off, and he's like, yeah, nerdy, I, I know everything about you because I hacked into your accounts, and I know that you live here, Sweet and you have hacks. this, you well, have this he, much money in your bank account. And he very that. proudly gets in her face and is like, I'm a hacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hack like, yeah. all right. like, all right. She's like, <laughs> I, I, I want to get into Vault 10. I think that's Weat where hacks. all the weird shit is in Vault mm-hmm. 10. And he's like, well, if you do anything, you know that you need whatever his face is. I think. Ridley's card or something like that to get in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you got a card.
2: you got a Superman three your way in. Right. You need both mm-hmm. keys at the same time.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And and then he just kind of dismisses her, and it's weird. It's creepy. Okay, welcome to Brad Doris world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> An evening with Brad Doris. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, and this is when we're introduced to Wayland Yutani, and Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking who are like. <laughs> they're planning some kind of heist it seems like they're going to go in the building and they've got kind of the schedule for planning to rip them off but before they do this yeah, i was going to say before that they trade the world's most elaborate joints <laughs> as in like one guy breaks one out and it looks like a christmas tree almost like a yeah it, it's got like five different Places to light it, sticking out of uh, yeah, it. Yeah, and- he,
0: well, he brings in one. He's like, I got baked goods. And he brings out a sizable joint. And one guy sitting there is like, no, nope, here's a bigger joint. Yeah. And then he pulls out an even bigger joint and ha- tries to hand it to the third guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. And the third guy's like, well, fuck you. I got this cactus joint. I'm smoking this fucking yeah. thing. Mm. It, it's you fucking like, amateur.
2: It's like when 17-year-olds sit around and are already baked out of their fucking minds. It's like, how can we get even higher?
1: Well, this was basically mm-hmm. a Stick scene. other joints on this joint. Yeah, there was the scene in, in uh, Pineapple Express where he's like, they had the, the cross joint, remember? Where yeah. He's like, if you light it here, here, and here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dumbasses. Yeah. yeah. So, Do- yeah. Dr. James Franco made these. these, these <laughs> oh, joints, James so. Franco. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but all this does is tell us basically that these guys are going to rob a place eventually.
2: Yeah. After they finish smoking their weed. Mm-hmm. Because
0: that's what you do. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously.
3: And Brad Dorf needing another scene where he threatens this woman. Mm-hmm. You know, finally, she tries, she's snuck into, it. she's stolen the key card from Smarmy Dude. Yes, Ridley. Ridley. Yeah. and she's nice. And she's hacking into the computer and trying to find out what Brad Dorf's doing and what kind of access he has, and there's a all really
2: that. long scene of the computer talking to her in a oh. high pitched monotone voice where it's just like oh the
3: most annoying voice. But for it does a computer that computer ever.
2: thing every once in a while where it just drops real low all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like
3: okay, yeah. And then all of a sudden Brad Dorf's in the room. Yeah, and like smacks the desk and he's like, "You need the password. <laughs> mm-hmm. Try
1: hardcore."
3: Yeah. Oh, that wasn't it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sucker! Yeah. <laughs> and all of
1: a sudden, he's like, gets really like in her face, and he's wearing a long overcoat because why not? You know, nineties hacker guy. Yeah, it's, and it's he's like, hacker. he's like, wait a second, here, here, hold my forty-five. Yeah, <laughs> and then, oh look, nudie magazine. I knew you looked familiar. <laughs> yeah. I was young. I needed the money. So yeah, <laughs> well,
2: blah blah blah. I know things and stuff and hacker and oh no, I give you my gun.
1: Yeah, yeah, because she points it at his head. Right, he's like get out.
2: And then he does the whole thing, like, go ahead, shoot me, and grabs the gun and puts it to his own forehead and's like, do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I guess you're on your period or something. God, yeah. That time I of the it. month, <laughs> I don't even understand that. Yeah, and he does his so. whole thing.
1: So I don't even understand how those things work. But then the best is, is, is exit, because he's got all those little <laughs> tiny, like, really little hanging, hanging lights. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah, little track yeah. lights. And so he just goes, puts his arms <laughs> up, and then is like <laughs> makes airplane noises as he goes out of the room, and hitting every single one. of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay yeah like that's why you hire I'm, brad Dorf. Yeah.
0: yeah i'm very happy they did something with those lights instead of them just hanging there oh know? yeah brad dorf was like i'm gonna I'm airplane through
2: I'm those lights those
3: things. <laughs> yeah i wonder how low they had to hang them so brad dorf could actually hit them
2: he probably went to the director can yeah. they <laughs> lower
3: these lights i want to can they be like four feet off the ground <laughs> so I, gonna, I can reach them without jumping through them <laughs> yeah. but yeah he, he leaves and this kind of from here it's a lot of I guess he, Brad Dorf knows exactly what's going on and knows that. I'm glad somehow, does. <laughs> somehow he has to go after the shitty exec Ridley. You're right. Who, yeah. Well, he. Who, you well, know, first Ridley. To, we kind of got the impression that he was like.
1: He's like top dog executive, I guess. Yeah, we thought. Yeah, was. But I mean, she's the CEO. Well, she's a chief executive, could be okay.
2: but she else. was second in command because she assumes his computer access after right. he okay, dies.
1: Okay. But but Brad Dorf goes to her and is like or goes to him, and is like, well, you know, what happened to that other guy that, you know, that's why she has the job, mm-hmm. I, you know, and he's like, he starts sweating, he's just like, oh god, because yeah. there's a scene where they're walking down the hallway, him and her, and it's like, it's almost like he's afraid of Brad Dwarf. like, you know, yeah. like, don't, don't talk about him. Yeah, stuff. he said the we'll, last
3: guy looked like he got eaten by a shark. Right. right. Yeah. And it you hydraulic see sharks fluid all over him, yeah. and,
1: yeah. yeah. So, of course, we're all like, oh shit, there's gonna be a... Metal shark. Yeah, land shark. Yeah. Nom nom nom. But sort of. of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then he goes and he goes to the boardroom, like, I don't know, it's like nine o'clock at night and he's threatening Mm -hmm. this guy and he's like, Look at this new thing I invented. It's like a dead man's trigger Mm -hmm. and then whoops. Yeah. And and he's just like, Okay, what does this mean?
3: Yeah, he's mad at him because Brad Dorf is mad at this dude because this dude had just been having a conversation with Porkins about getting her getting rid of her.
2: Right. Well and also because she lifted his his card.
3: Well, he didn't realize that. I know,
2: later. but but that's why Brad Dorf's pissed.
3: Yeah. But it's like this guy's kind of on Brad Dorf's side. Like this chick is the barrier to Brad Dorf getting to do things. Sure. And this guy is one the one who's like, "Let's just let him do what he does cuz I don't want to die." Yeah,
2: but but his motivation for attacking this dude is basically like, "Okay, you gave her your card and now she has access to all this secret shit." And then he's like, "Uh, no, dude, she stole the card." And he was like, "Oh shit, I should have thought of that." don't call my girlfriend a liar.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which suddenly punch Yeah, <laughs> suddenly Brad Dwarf has a crush on her, which we didn't by, by the tone of his previous conversation, you don't pick up on that at all. No, no.
1: not at all. Not really. Well, no. This is probably the first female that he's seen naked, at least in a magazine and now seen in real life. <laughs> yeah. That was like, probably hey, the, I love her. the draw for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those nineties hackers. Yeah. So yeah, so he's like, here's this dead man's trigger, and takes his finger off of it, and the guy's just like standing there sweating. He's like, um, so? so what happens now? He's like, oh yeah, sorry, um, you're gonna die. <laughs> <Yeah. The> guys <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? And he <laughs> just give me that. Thing. Takes off running. Like meanwhile, we've been seeing point of view shots of whatever coming out of the vault ten mm-hmm. with you know Terminator graphics on mm-hmm. the yeah. HUD exploding and exploding like, through walls, you know, exploding and through walls, running moving down the probably
3: fast through the hallway. Sure. Yeah.
1: So I he's running and running, the and runs. they they kind of do. Uh, I don't know that like first time, like let's not show the monster thing mm-hmm. so much because like it's chasing him and bursting through walls and you're getting brief glimpses of it. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of just catches up with them and, and all you really kind of see are some claws and a little bit of like a jaw thing snapping at him, but you don't really see the full monster yet and yeah. then it eats him. Right.
3: Yeah. No. And it's a gore-free scene at For, that point. There's right. like paper shredding flying around, which is like they've already said, fuck a, uh, at least a few dozen times in this movie. So we're like, we know it's an R rated movie, so you don't have to shy away from the violence just yet. Yeah, so but it, it plays off as weird.
2: Mid nineties, man was weird for violence. Violence in movies was like very much under attack during this time. So yeah. it was, you would get movies all hacked to shit and like, you know, there's four different cuts of this one and, mm-hmm. and it's just because, you know, violence was so, I don't know. So There was,
3: was probably stuff was removed from that scene. Oh yeah. yeah. I guarantee you. Well, cause they show the aftermath of it. Oh later. yeah
1: and it's like oh god yeah well cool, she gets a call <laughs> from porkins in the middle of the night mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the guy's real name i know we're calling him Porkins. john like carpenter Sing- yes see yes, Sing- Carp-
3: it's more car- it's more confusing to use the names that the yes, movie actually yes, gives these so guys. john carpenter shows
1: up Yes. Yeah. Yeah. ridley scott ridley is dead john carpenter is <gasps> ridley scott ridley yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so she (laughs) (laughs) So she shows up in like her jammies. Doesn't bother to change. Just shows up and is like, "Hey, what's going on? Couldn't this wait till tomorrow?" No, I can't wait till tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, you told me if you think this can wait till tomorrow, then walks her into the room and there's like it's just chaos. And then like, oh, also by the way, look, and (laughs) he's bloody is like head looks like it's sort of severed and hanging off. And yeah, it's like there's look at the teeth parks And then like he's this is like the first instance of instanting that we get because like he's like. God, what do we do? Oh, Jesus, God! Mm. Yeah, but he, that's very quickly interrupted because isn't that? That's about the time that the uh, the, the triumvirate of people break in. No, right? no, no. no Brad Brad Dorf shows but up what again, happens is,
3: is she just like, give me your card. Yeah, because I gotta have dual access. And she goes to the vault or whatever to okay. try and lock it down. And that's and Brad dorff of course, is waiting there for her because right. he lives in this building. Right. Her. Oh, hi, Ripley. Yeah, and <laughs> she pretty much tricks him into going like she gets his card from him somehow and gets him to go into place. And then she swipes the card and is able to lock out his access, which right. he freaks out completely. Oh yeah. And, she's, and she basically fires him. Mm-hmm. Says, yeah, well guess what? You don't have any access to shit. Yeah. And you're gone. And this is the exact moment when the dudes who are robbing the place decide to show up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, guess what? We're robbing the place. Yeah. yeah.
1: They, they show up and like their plan was, there's not going to be anyone here this late at night. So we just hang out until these people show up at 6 a.m., take their cards, go in and blow up the vault. Mm-hmm. And basically blow up all their information yeah. and their money and everything. Yeah. Hooray.
2: Fight club. it. But- yeah.
1: yeah. So they, they kind of show up and they're like, Oh, people uh, get down on the ground. Cause like, I think he was threatening her with a knife and he's like, mm-hmm. all right, or well, with the gun. Yeah. yeah he- Give me back my access. And, the, and then they show up with bigger guns and they're like, all right, put your gun down, buddy. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. I'm all up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she won't give them the
3: access codes. Yeah, she she
2: she <laughs> she writes it down, and then it's a smiley
3: face. Yeah, mm-hmm. which shows up later in the movie. Yeah, it does. Actually, yeah. <laughs> and actually Brad Dorif, yeah. <laughs> Brad Dorf, um, goes, "I know a better way." Yeah, to tell you guys, and they're like, "All right, let's hear it." And so he kind of leads them through, and. Yeah, because yeah. they had this and crazy and plan to go through. Him.
2: Well, they they have this crazy plan to go through like all these security doors and all the the, the highest security to get through everything. And he's just like, no, nah, it's just one door. You cut through it and you can just get right to it.
1: And yeah. they're like, why are you helping us? Yeah. I just got fired, yeah. so fuck him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like okay, and then like right as they're going through one door, he's he's like whoop 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 and like <laughs> leaves, and they're like, uh, the well yeah, rolling. they
2: cut open the door, and as they start to peel it back, he jumps through it and runs away, and they're just like, hey, yeah,
3: <laughs> and then he's in there wearing. He's wearing the googly googly glasses where it's got the the eyeballs on the end of springs. Mm -hmm. And and the one guy's like, why are you wearing those? (laughs) And then Brad Dorf suddenly like imitates that guy's voice like, I'm wearing them because (laughs) I look cool. (laughs) Yeah. He just is fucking with these guys. And Mm -hmm. also
1: because this, because that's when he like turns on the death machine machine and like Mm -hmm. it immediately erupts into flames which is like a power it never shows ever again but like it shot lasers or flames or something yeah, it, it gets, blows up yeah. basically wayland
2: yeah it blows that guy like way across the room well
1: it blows the one guy out it of door same
3: Sam right. Raimi out yeah. the door oh, okay fine. and then
2: the other guy is just toast apparently <laughs> it's like game over man yeah which fucking director
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: which by the way when it when it when it killed that one dude it did say game over on the screen yes on its little yes, view it screen did. which you know come on because yep. it has a one player score and a high score on its view screen yep Whatever, its <laughs>
0: little
3: display was a little bit goofy. Like,
0: oh well, yeah, I think it had hearts. It did. And it
3: it, had, it heart, had like a love a meter, lightning bolt. Yeah, and I think there was like a little exclamation point to show fear. Right in the subject. Yeah,
1: and also question marks if it didn't understand what something was. Mm-hmm. Right, little eight which, bit question marks. which
2: is kind of funny later
1: when it's getting shot. It's like, hey, what what are you doing? <laughs> what is this? Huh? yeah so sam raimi is now blown out of this thing and is like i should go rescue that guy now fuck it run yeah and runs back to everybody else and he's like oh shit oh fuck we gotta get out of here and hey yutani sorry the other guy's dead you know right
3: <laughs> and they have a freak out moment oh that well, oh, that yeah. guy freaks out oh that, yeah
1: I, all right let, let me let, let me explain yutani here for a second because like <laughs> he looks like every british punk dude you would ever see in a movie but i think he's supposed to be japanese or yeah. at least think so yeah. Thinks he's japanese because he's got mm-hmm. a big red sun painted on half his face well because and they named like three, him yutani his name is yutani yeah. and also like he'll, he does random i don't know like harnessing his chi things and weird stuff where it's mm-hmm. like oh, okay yeah.
2: he's japanese yeah culturally sure, <laughs> Yeah.
1: He's but, a little bit Japanese. But he this guy he freaks the fuck out. Like he gets the biggest instant award of in the movie because like he's just grabbing everyone and shaking them and like why yeah. apparently had some sort of other symbiotic relationship with Wayland besides mm-hmm. the joke. Yes. Because they would also always take uh, opp- opposing viewpoints whenever a question was posed. That was something they established in the van. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think well, what should we do? I think we should go in. No, we should not go in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sort of stuff. Yin and yang.
3: Yeah. But they they do the smart thing and the guys are like well, this is fucked. I think we just leave. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they've yeah. got they've got the um the girl and Porkins uh, zip tied, mm-hmm. handcuffed, and there's like later, <laughs> we're leaving, later, bitches.
2: And that's when Porkins freaks the hell out. He's yeah. he just starts. What
1: about us,
3: man? What about Robert?
2: <laughs> he gets his instant award for freaking out. Yep. And so, dude comes back and gives him the knife and is just like,
3: all right, come on,
1: come yeah. with us,
2: but we're not protecting you.
1: Yeah good luck <laughs> yeah and, and brad dwarf keeps popping up on whatever computer screen wherever they are just taunting them like yeah just doing
2: little public access tv shows for them
3: because <laughs> mm-hmm. why not sure yeah.
1: yeah you need to have him in all the scenes and they, they don't get very far and then porkins like pulls a gun out of nowhere
3: well they decide that they need to start a fire like they need to, they want to block it off, off an area so that they she's can like keep, level keep the one thing thing fire to them.
2: alarm will blockade this this and this yeah. and
3: Though that would blockade them into an area, which which they they find out very quickly.
2: Yeah, but no, she says it. She's like, it's also going to, you know, affect us, Mm -hmm. but it'd probably be easier for us to get through them. It would
1: affect them because they immediately set off the Halon system, which would kill you in like 30 seconds. It (laughs) literally sucks every bit of oxygen out of a room and very quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not good.
3: No. No. But
2: but they're like, do you have, you know, a lighter cigarette or anything? No, I've got this thermonuclear device.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, that a, a great idea. Sure. Do that. Shit, why didn't you tell me the front before? Front towards enemy. Or the fire the yeah. alarm. Mm-hmm. So they
2: blow the fuck up out of this f- entire floor of the building. And yeah, I like just,
1: that they don't tell
3: Porkins when they're going to detonate it either. Oh, they don't
1: tell anybody. They're just like, eh, now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and now. gets like blasted back through a wall.
1: Yeah. And I think, well, like all the doors shut, the halon comes on and they go to the elevator and... Either A, it blew the circuits on the elevator, or yeah. like a lot of elevators, it doesn't work when there's fire alarms going right. off. It just... Mm-hmm. And so they sit there for like a good 20, 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. and like, Did you hit the button? Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess this isn't going go anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. that's when he kind of freaks out and pulls out a gun. Right.
3: Yeah. Well, but he finds out that the guy, the guns that hippies are carrying, because they basically tell right. him, we were going to blow up the money because right. fuck corporations. Yeah. It's yeah. Fight it's Club, like, man. we're the
1: good guys. Yeah. yeah. And, and these big giant guns we have that yeah. have blanks. Yeah. And He's, he's like, like, nobody's place, armed here. Fuck you. This, yeah, this gun I have pleased.
2: has real bullets. <laughs>
3: Porkin goes uh, <laughs> Porkins goes, I'm being protected by the three stages. Minus one. Yeah. <laughs> oh that And then well. Utani freaks it, out on yeah. him. He says
2: it right to that dude, too. Oh yeah. Minus one. Yeah. So he's like he's pulls a gun on him He's like, come on, we're going to the service elevator.
3: And he's holding the gun on her, too. Which he's holding
2: it on all of them. He's yeah. like, You're all coming with me. But it's then just like, weird about
3: her though.
1: Cause... As the elevator starts moving, he's like, I hope this doesn't affect our business relationship. <laughs> yeah. And, and about that time, Death Machine's like knock knock from the bottom. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the elevator stops, and they're like, "Why aren't we going?" And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Death Machine comes up yeah. from the floor, claw with little hands. Yeah. <laughs> Death Machine, Candygram, bracket
3: Deathgram. Yeah.
2: And this is USA. probably like the scene that they used to sell this sell. movie. Like, okay, here's this is the centerpiece of the movie. It's mm-hmm. a big elevator, and Death Machine comes up and claw hand through the floor and starts hacking and slashing at everybody, and chops up the fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> no. everyone yeah, loves that right
3: <laughs> Yeah, it basically stabbed Jitani in the leg yeah mm-hmm. and I was like oh he's fucked now yeah. but sure. it just kind of is like nah yeah, minor inconvenience yeah,
0: yeah just a, you know, a quick wound
2: to really just make him limp later for yeah. half a second
3: and there's yeah. a lot of hit the button do this do that you know and Porkins yeah. just can't seem to get it together to hit the button while, no. it's, while this mechanical claw is yeah. flopping around
2: yeah and you know I he gets sort of captured by it um, yeah yeah you and, and i you mean of like have to big, just put that together the it's, big
3: cartoon jaws of this thing yeah. are chomping down on him and
2: yeah and uh, he's just
3: stabbing away at him with its little finger knives
2: and eventually they get it going back up which is not what they wanted to do uh but it gets him away from the thing because eventually it falls to the floor well, unfortunately like
1: the second they get out of the elevator yeah
3: it's like, yeah <laughs> but he's like stuck hanging through the floor of it with the thing on it yeah, the thing's and got a grasp
2: of him I and mean, he's doing and they're just looking at him, for, and they're all just, it's like silence, and everyone's just staring at him. And all of a sudden, no, and he, gets mm-hmm. him and Death Machine fall out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And the second they jump out, of yeah. course, right. the elevator fl- plummets to the bottom. Yes. Yeah, so Death Machine has fallen, what was it, 40-something floors, mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. Porkins landed on him, and then the rest of the elevator land on him. Yes. But he's okay. He's, he's, he's death, a death Machine. Death Machine, Fine, yeah.
3: He's a Death Machine. He's all
1: right. War beast. Mm-hmm.
3: Sure. Which, yeah, we find out.
1: Beast it war. is war actually beast. called a
3: war beast, yeah. and it is designed for... Beasting. Frontline morale moral destruction. Yeah. yeah. So basically, it is designed solely to freak out <laughs> frontline soldiers. Yes. One well, of the great thing Terrorism. is, like,
1: they go to another room, and, like, they find the the wall-punching people, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the hard men. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Huh? Before that, oh, okay. they come out of the
2: elevator and yutani's got the leg wound and they're like oh we need to put something on this It's so oh, like does anyone yes. have a cloth or whatever and he just goes he reaches into his pants and goes Hoo! Hoo! and then rips off his boxer shorts in one motion mm-hmm. and hands and it like, to the other dude like and they've put got this little around hearts and smiley yeah. faces and he's on like him. put this around my wound."
0: <laughs> and what does the guy say to him like you are the man
2: or something like that he makes a face at her like huh pretty cool (laughs) and she's like yeah that's gross you just put your sweaty boxer shirts all over your gaping leg wound that wound's more (laughs) infected now than it was that wound just got tainted
1: (laughs) oh Oh. 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 podcast over go home, kids.
2: But then yeah. they go into the room where the wall punchers are. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. they go into the room, and Brad Dwarf comes on the screen again, and he's like, I know where you are. And they're like, he's just broadcasting this everywhere. He's like, no, I'm not. You're in the, so it's, <laughs> you're in the super secret laboratory. And they're like, shit. shit. <laughs> and and he talks them one more time. It. Yeah, then it's like, this is like a weird setup, because they, they showed it earlier in the movie. She had a little flashing light on, on her wrist. Corporate tracker. Yeah, corporate life monitor is what they call it. Okay. But apparently mm-hmm. he can track, you know, where they are, too. Sure. And so they're like, you know, here's a knife. Do what you got to do. And in other, any other movie, this would be like a really dramatic scene. She's just like, <clears throat> click, pop, ow, step, <laughs> yeah, yep. out. Give me something to tie this off. Right, I'm fine. I just bore in with to my wrist with a knife. Yeah. I'm fine. And that's the end of that. There's no veins arteries. No. Mm. It's important
2: blood stops yeah, immediately yep. she wraps someone else's boxer shorts <laughs> around her <laughs> wrist wound yeah, yeah. and that's but over
3: and they're in the room and she explained you know there's like cryo tubes with dudes and i'm just laying around like they're not even organized well they're they, just like they
1: look like they fell out of an orbiting spaceship into this room yeah. i mean they, they <laughs> well they look like idiocracy like when they found them 500 right. years yes, later yes exactly like they're a just big big piled up yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> pretty much but and then she goes into the whole well we wanted to they these were soldiers then they had to be MIA so we could wipe their minds and no one would miss them. <laughs> it's so dumb. And then uh, but she gives all this exposition about what these things were for and yeah. why they were there. And then they're like they're like, Man, I liked you a lot more when you weren't evil. Yeah. You know, and then she's like, Oh, I didn't know about this. It's like <laughs> you knew you, everything about it. You just explained <laughs> everything about the program. Yeah. And then said I you didn't know anything about it. it. Just yeah, <laughs> I read the subject yeah. line. Right, yeah. Cliff Notes were given. Somebody to me. told me about this a while back. I yeah. was in a I thought they were joking. It yeah. might have come up in the job interview. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember now. I just but. said yes to everything. Yeah. I don't
2: know. I really needed
3: this but, job. But somehow, I was young, I needed the money. <laughs> somehow they end up deciding that the only way they're going to survive the war beast, mm-hmm. which it's also. Brad Dorf tells them it can smell your fear. It mm-hmm. you yep. can sense fear, and that's how
1: it finds you.
2: And they're like, well, how are we going to turn off our fear? Turn, yeah.
1: look at... Well, yeah, she's like, suit me up. Yeah. yeah. Which then like, it does a hard cut where it's like... Suit her him, peer, him up. Yeah. yeah they're shooting up, they're <laughs> surfer like dude.
3: smacking a boot on yeah. and, you know... It was like, but- okay, they're, they're... And then they pan up to the face and it's Sam Raimi. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And he's been like a surfer dude throughout the entire... <laughs> yeah, throughout the entire movie, he's been like, oh, bro, that's pretty whack. Yeah. Well,
1: basically his reasoning, the very quick reasoning that we get is the reason she's not wall puncher 5000 is because <laughs> well you went you graduated top of your class blah 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 and I know all this because I also hacked your you know your Man. accounts and he's like all I ever did was deliver extra pepperoni right and, and she's she, so basically and, like I'm a grunt yeah I'm a grunt and then like they look over at you Tony like well why not you and he's like huh? he outranked me so. yeah all right, all right. Yeah, so let's produce, put all this shit on wall puncher five thousand now. Mm-hmm.
2: And they're like, we're gonna download your personality onto a disc, and then you're gonna be robot soldier guy. Yeah, we'll back you up to right. a zip drive. Yeah, and she types in orders, which are basically protect us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which destroy. Did the, she type Destroy
3: them in, did war she,
1: beast. Defend us. Yeah. Did she type them in caps? Oh, yeah, no. all caps. Was it all caps? Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, it was no, not. She no, didn't I, type it in all caps. It oh, okay. Was in, I was wondering if like maybe there was a syntax error that she typed nope. <laughs> the orders in all caps. Oh, that's why he was yelling. Because immediately <laughs> after this, everything that he says is as loud as possible.
3: Follow <laughs> oh, me. It is a this total is, 180 character switch on this yeah, guy. I'm just going to tell you, this movie was in heavy-duty bags territory up to this point. This yeah. movie was dull. Yeah. It was like not... Not... Enjoyable for the most part. Like I mean, we were laughing a little bit. Well, you probably hadn't lot. seen
2: the monster yet.
3: I mean, yeah. it was just a but lot of talking and blah. Once surfer dude becomes Wall Puncher Six Thousand, <laughs> like on the number. Oh my god, up. this movie becomes <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it was two thousand and five? Yeah, no, it's, just 6, <laughs> it's just, it, he gets whatever. upgraded. <laughs> yeah, because he goes everywhere and yells everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. And you're
2: not expecting it the first time it happens. He, oh, no. Because he's like, he's stealthing through a hallway, like doing the whole check the corners and doing everything. This room is clear. <laughs> yeah. no. And it's like, uh, shh, <laughs> guy.
3: Reloading. <laughs>
2: robot hear noise. <laughs> yeah.
3: And the robot actually is in the room and he doesn't spot it. Because it can't smell spot the him because it can't, it, it cannot detect any pheromones.
1: Yeah. Which is that's bad. D- good job, Brad Dorff, mm-hmm. idiot.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Why don't you just give well, the thing eyesight?
1: it had ears, it had the ability to sense sound because earlier Porkins knocked something over and it was like, wait Ooh. for me, like, <laughs> Yeah, the question ears. mark went over It yeah. said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now it apparently can't hear yelling. No. B- well, wall it, did, it, did go, 9,
0: <laughs>
3: it did go look at him and it's like, eh, yeah,
2: It
1: hurt him. It's, it's him, like, not there. a threat.
0: Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Can't smell any fear there. Mm-mm.
3: Yeah, but he goes, I guess he eventually runs into them Later, because they're trying to make their way out, and they've also stocked up on guns because oh, yeah. there were guns in there, the yeah there was a pile of
1: guns that in they the wall made. puncher
3: factory yeah, and but, they look like kind of like the pulse rifles from Aliens and much. sound like them too yeah yeah Which, but Brad the Durf, director worked on that movie yeah. and Alien Three so but
2: Brad dorff shows back up and shoots Yutani yes and that's it's like right. okay well that guy's f- now he's got two wounds that dude's dead mm-hmm. so and that that's when What's his nut? Shows back up. <laughs> Robo soldier. And, you know, it's like trying to drag them away to safety because here comes Death Machine.
3: Well, and doesn't he. Wasn't this where she, like, shoots out? Y- yeah. Well, doesn't he shoot Utani mm-hmm. Like, near. They're near Brad Dorf's lair, yes. I guess.
2: Yeah, they're going down to his lair.
3: Yeah, and she shoots Yutani, and, yeah. like, in the shoulder, of course. And, and then she fights Brad Dorf and ends up stabbing him in the hand and, like, basically sticking his hand to the. Desk, and he gets right. a
1: little bit of the specular thing because like he, as soon as she stabs him he's just like oh <laughs> yeah <My hand! laughs> well, i can't believe you did that <laughs> wouldn't you well i would yes yeah. but i mean in this movie where bullets are you taught he's just like oh and it's funny when yeah. he shows up later like 30 minutes later he's like my
3: hand hurts yeah, <laughs> like, yep. yeah there's a reason yeah <laughs> But,
4: yes,
2: but yeah, that's but when Yutani and they
3: run away. Well,
2: Yutani bursts into the room to get her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I thought you were dead." And he's like, ah, "Whatever." And then yeah. he's like, "Oh God, I'm, I'm very much injured here," and she's dragging him down. And that's when Robo Soldier so- shows back up, and he's like. Leave <laughs> leave him he's dead, you know, and dragging her oh, yeah. away.
1: Yeah, he short circuits for a few seconds because
2: like Well she's like yelling programming at him. Mm-hmm. Just like
3: No, you save us both, blah blah blah.
1: And mm-hmm. he's, he just so, starts he, like he,
3: nah, he's not inactive, he's not just programmed injured. to love, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, basically his whole thing is like they, <laughs> everything I say is a lie. <laughs> <Yes>. Oh no. <laughs> yes. it just instantly Harry muds it and it's yeah. just <laughs> they they get to a point and it's like he's opened up a, a, a hole to the outside. And he's like, we will get on this hoist. Yeah. But like, he's gotten to this hole and he's ripping off uh, padlocks one at a time mm-hmm. yeah. with his bare hands. And then the best thing in the movie is like here, they're watching and like there's these cables that are vibrating and they're like, oh no, death machine is near and, and they're like, they're they're like, like don't hey, don't, a t-rex open, t-rex and don't open that door. Yeah. And he's and he just turns around and, and looks at them and goes,
2: quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when thing explodes through yeah. the door and I mean, just, Pummels him through the room door
1: as the projectile. It was great because that was the joke we were making the entire time. He was yeah. yelling, "Of like stop yelling!" Oh yeah, yelling. because there is a part where
3: they're sneaking around, yes.
1: and he <laughs> and he makes this motion
3: like be yeah. quiet, right? And then all of a sudden he's like, "Be quiet! <laughs> Do not yell or make any sort of noise. Death machine will hear you." Yeah.
1: It's caps locked. The wall
2: puncher.
3: It detects sound. <laughs> Captain
0: Lonk.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but so they bla- the yeah. door
3: blasts him down, and the death machine, that's kind of, might be the first time we actually get a full view of it. Yeah. And it looks pretty much like the animatronics of the Alien Queen it in It kind of is. It sort in of, s- aliens.
2: It, it seems more marionette type. Yeah. I mean, they don't, it's not all the way through the door. So but, I
3: mean, but the facial structure
1: of it is almost... Yeah. yeah it's exactly. almost just like the skeleton yeah, of it's that It's got thing. pinchy yeah. jaws, but they extend out and they can rotate around. The head spins around yeah.
2: 360 for some dumb reason. And then big it.
1: giant knife claw
3: yeah. and things. But awesome. Again. Sure, it looked okay. Morale-destroying device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey,
1: that would destroy my morale. I'd be like, fuck it. I I don't know what I'm fighting for anymore. <laughs> Whoever made this thing <laughs> is insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean when you're like trying to rank hor it and you're like, "Ha ha, I'm going to stick this in your mouth and then this is like, whoop." Bite you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my morale's gone.
2: But this is when they just decide to unleash hell on this thing and just fire Extended every bullet they shot. have while Robo guy has gotten underneath it and it just goes back to his original programming and starts punching the, the girder that's uh-huh. holding up the that the platform that half of the thing is on. So yeah, it's this cutting back and forth of thousands of bullets being fired
3: at it and him just punching the fuck out of this girder just over and over and over again. And when did the dude, like, did he go, are sure you good? Right before that they started shooting? Yeah. Wasn't that what he said? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which yep. is like, no. Don't yeah. do that sort of thing. And yeah. They did. There's also the... We skipped the missile shot when Wall Puncher 5000 saves them. Where yeah. It, he shoots a missile and they give it the Sam Raimi shot. Right. Of Following the missile. Well, Sam Raimi it shoots it. Blasts the thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, and just fires <laughs> it like through... It goes through, I don't know, 16 walls.
3: hmm And it's still just fine. It's, it's a like Sam that. Raimi shot by Sam Raimi. hmm mm-hmm. Get it? Mm, yeah. No. But very clever director here. It kind of... <laughs> Things get a little a little weird at this point. Like,
1: oh, at this point,
3: <laughs> well, like, like the geography gets weird because suddenly they're oh, climbing out now. the window, yes. and Wallpuncher well,
1: she, is she's out. Wallpunchers out. Wallpunchers jumped out first, I think. He's like, "Come on, let's go." And she climbs out, and Utani's standing there, like kind of guarding the door. And he's still shooting. Well, yeah, because uh, Death Machine has come back now. Yes, mm-hmm. and and he's still shooting at it. And then they're like, "Come on, let's go. We're at the hoist." <laughs> And then. Oh, it is the dumbest death. It ever. is, because he turns around and it. stormtroopers his head onto the wall. Yeah. Uh, bonk And then falls over backwards, oh. and then kind of goes to this Zen place where he just watches the death machine kill him. Yep. And he's kind of smiling, like, I guess this was how I was supposed to go. Yep. I just, just like that gypsy told me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Hit my head, fall over, and killed by a death machine. Who knew?
4: <laughs> I,
3: yeah. I just. I love how. It, it's one of the few things that feels like. <laughs> That like it's done well is the shot of him just turning around and immediately braining himself yeah. on that thing.
2: Oh yeah. it It's, you don't expect it. You don't no. expect the character to be that dumb to where he's just like, I'm going out of this door as hard as I
3: can. <laughs> Bang. Yeah, Cause he just had this huge heroic moment yeah. and then bong. <laughs> yep.
1: Dead. Dead. Good job. So now they're to the hoist or the sort of elevator scene from aliens. Because, kind of. Um, they're on the elevator and the death machine is coming through the door that they that Utani just clanked his head on mm-hmm. <laughs> and so their their plan is let's just shoot all the supporting cables and make this fu- fucker drop yep so yep. they do and however many sick drops yeah however far up they are <laughs> this thing is falling yeah, at this Mox is like a 100 v, yeah. story building yeah. yeah and then they're like all right pull the brake and it squeaks and squawks ding, for ding, a long ding, time. Well, it's a, a latch ding, that's ding, supposed ding, to ding.
2: latch onto the bolts on the side of this drop, but because they're dropping so ridiculously fast, all it's doing is making their drop bouncier. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like they were at least going to die a quick death yes. uh, and a smooth death, and now it's uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. But, <laughs> yeah, but of course, time. because movie, it, it catches on the very last one, like at the like the second floor, or yes. the first floor. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> even though it would be picking up speed... Well, also, when they got on the gurney, uh, apparently she rebooted him back to himself. Yeah. Because they took off the helmet and it was like, oh, where have I been? Yeah, because once again, he was having a God hurts the thing in the programming. (laughs) And then he's like,
2: oh, man, fuck that thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they landed the ground Um, somewhere along the way. They they called 911. Yeah. They
2: video phoned a cop
1: who's working at dispatch, just twirling his gun around. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he gets bored with that and starts playing with his nightstick. Yeah. But he's just like, killer death machine of the chain corporation. Go <laughs> fuck yourselves.
3: Click. Yes. Yeah. Every cop in every movie ever that's working the 911 yeah. desk. Yeah. I ain't got time for your prank. Bullshit! <laughs> yeah.
1: No fucking shit, lady. It sounded like a order a pizza. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Things that nine one one operators no longer do. Right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah. So like, they get off the 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 hoist thing that's outside. They're of course they're right at the ground, so they, mm-hmm. they get out, and then we hear woo, freeze. <laughs> yeah. And it's that. I think it was the same. It cop. is. It's the yeah, same it's, cop. Yeah, he like left
2: nine one one unmanned to come check this out. And, and, and he's
1: just like freeze. Doesn't he shoot her in the leg he or shoots shoot her in the in leg? Cause, yeah. she's, cause like, she's like, she's I don't have time for this shit.
2: Yeah
3: we got a death machine here. You're yeah. not, you're small potatoes. Yeah. And he shoots
2: her and he's like, all right, you guys are coming with me. And all of a sudden, yeah, little pieces start falling from the sky. He's like, what the, and looks up and said, just, I mean, really the, the dumbest, the dumbest thing you could say uh, on your way out of this universe, which is he looks up and obviously death machine is about to fall on him. He's like, holy donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then splat. Oh, <laughs> there's death. This machine This guy gets
3: <laughs> splattered. I mean, there's yeah. like a crater in the ground yeah. where this thing landed on him.
2: Yeah. So yeah. well, she didn't
3: say holy diver, I guess.
2: No. But then they run back into the building.
1: Yeah. Well, because, because well, well now they, they're going to finish the job. Yeah, she's man. like, uh, I'm hurt, and he's like, I'm going back in. I got to finish my job, and she's yeah. like, I'm with you. Let's let's yeah. kill these fuckers. And, and later she gives the dumbest reason for doing it sure because
2: the, they get back in and they you know they they're they've got to go through the dumbass security doors that they that the original plan mm-hmm. to break in was to go through these doors but now
1: they've got all the cards and all the access yeah things so it in.
2: should go quick and they've got a bunch of explosives with them and but death machine is is chomping at him at this point yeah. and running and they've they've finally decided to show more of it which is unfortunate because when it's running it oh, looks it's the goofiest it it, it's not stop-motion, but it looks like what someone would just, like, take a Lego thing and just move it across a room, and it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, dear. That like it's one of those wind up like a wind-up toy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah something like that. Whereas before, when you were just seeing, like, the neck and the spinning head, it was like, okay, that's believable. I don't mm-hmm. have to see this thing move, but... They decided we need to see it move, and sure. that sort of looks silly. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, Even it, though this is 94. No CG. This is all practical effects yeah. stuff. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And some
1: matte paintings. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, so they get they, they have this door that, instead of just opening it, it lowers. And that's not fast enough. Like, death machines come around the corner. So they crawl over this door mm-hmm. and, I guess, close it back, sort of. Or or I guess they just... They try leave, to? They, yeah, they try to. I guess they leave death machine. Like, all right, buddy, you figure out how to climb over it. <laughs> We're already onto the next door. Right. And...
2: Brad Dorff's in there. Yeah,
1: Brad Dorff's in there. He's like, that's when he does the, oh my hand hurts. And yeah, we're gonna have a weird little chat.
2: And he's like, why did you come back? You were free. Why? Why are you back in here? What are you doing here? And she's like, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, or the one. And I'm just like, god damn it, well, movie, I, just don't I love do that. It. He goes, that's
3: a stupid reason. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. stupid. <laughs> yes.
2: He does sort of comment throughout the movie about everything that's kind of
1: you're dumb. gonna die for something stupid. <laughs> but then, then it's like this weird thing where she's like. Oh I guess you can you can interface with the motherboard and starts hitting on him. Yeah. And then like does this weird like ducky thing because apparently somehow they were coordinating this telepathically because she ducks <laughs> grabs the the switch like i guess if you're holding the switch yeah as long as you're holding the button it it, well no i was just saying like it also protects you yes you're not a target as long as you have this yeah because at this
2: point death machine is in the room right just hanging out like and and he stopped
1: it like a feet a foot from her face right that's what it was she freezes like uh ripley in alien 3 basically Mm -hmm. like where it's all but about to eat her yes and it goes into her face and then comes back out and and she's just like oh what happened and then (laughs) they have this weird little thing with red dwarf and like But ball Puncher is like somehow (laughs) coordinated with her that like, okay, you hit on him and then duck and I'm going to punch him. Mm -hmm. And then you grab the device so Death Machine doesn't eat us. Yeah. So that all happens, of course, perfectly. Yes. And then they're like, hey, buddy, have the explosives. We're taking the device. You stay in there with Death Machine. Mm -hmm. We're going to blow you up and let Death Machine eat you later. So we win.
3: right (laughs) Yeah. And he's just like. Don't leave
2: me in here. That's not yeah. nice. Yeah, he's he kind of like, I, I don't like
1: it anymore. Yeah,
2: I don't want to be in here. Death Machine's in here, and you got the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Come it's back. not cool. My hand hurts. I yeah. just want to play.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then door shuts, and you then hear she... Death Machine spin up, and then you just hear... And then pff. literally yeah. credits. Yeah. Like, boom. Did we mention the interface with Motherboard
1: Line. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's yeah. what That's how she was hitting on him. Yeah. So
2: why don't you... Interface with my motherboard, smooch, yeah. and it's just like, yeah I've upgraded my floppy drive to a hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, gross. Yep. But then credits.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and what, what's her last line? Is it "I'm not in that business anymore" or something, something like that?
2: Something like that. Or... Yeah. So I don't yeah. work here anymore. Yeah, it's like but it's it's like a hard cut it. to credits.
3: I mean, yeah, it, we were not expecting it like that abrupt. And oh. we were
1: watching it on Netflix on so the, it immediately on the immediately PS3, zoom- so does that like. Take you out to the menu. Do you, what else do you want to watch? Yeah, like, it's like you don't want to watch credits. Yeah, it took us
2: out to that before, like the first credit had even hit the screen. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, oh, I
1: guess we're done. Yeah,
2: all right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so now we write it. Yes, we do.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go two jocks, only because of the power of Wall Puncher 6000. <laughs> like, I can't. I just cannot stress enough how hilarious every line of dialogue that guy spits is. And it's even made even better because he was such a, man, bro, watch yeah. out. That thing's going to get us. And then the guy's like, walk forward, <laughs> turn left. <laughs> you know, he's like the world's worst GPS. <laughs> Ooh, I also would, I would the world's totally worst parent. Yeah, the so world's worst parent narration for yeah. a movie. But yeah, i that's the only reason. Because this is in serious bags territory through the first half of it. And... Yeah, like, I kind of, I kind of like, zoned out of it. Like Brad Dorff is fun, goofy, but we've seen Brad Dorff do the same thing so many times sure. in so many movies that it's kind of worn out its welcome a little bit, and it's not the best version of that. But he's still, he's still got some pretty funny deliveries and stupid stuff he does. So yeah, it's enough to get it two jocks, but it's not. There's a lot better things you can find on Netflix to be watching.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can give it two jocks. Also, um, I pretty much agree with what you said. I I would have liked to have seen, I, I would have liked to have seen a version of this that was not basically a VHS transfer, mm-hmm. um, simply because there were some shots that were so badly cropped. Like there, there's a scene where Brad Dwarf does a thing where he has a fake hand. Yeah, that a character gets fooled by, and because the cropping is so bad, you never see it. You just hear the sound, of the doing. It makes a boing, and it's like a character makes a face, and he makes a face, and it's like uh what just happened there fellas <laughs> but i don't know i i kind of i do want to give it credit for the monster i think for the most part it was kind of impressive for the time and the budget mm-hmm. to have a thing that was somewhat credible yeah. i mean obviously it's not moving around and when it did move around it looked silly but you prop that thing up in a doorway and you make those jaws spin around that was that was okay mm-hmm. um brad dwarf was entertaining and yelling soldier guy <laughs> was fantastic so yeah there, there are moments in this thing that I, I would be compelled to find a better looking version of this just to see what it's like. I may even seek out the, like, 130 minute version just to really see what yeah, all was supposed be to be in this movie. Yeah, I would be
3: curious to see if it's more coherent or if it's just extensions of what's already yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Right. So. Yeah, I actually, um, I strangely kind of enjoy this movie. I'm going to give it three jocks. And that's mostly, I, I, liked, um, I liked Ridley. Uh, just his attitude, that nineties attitude mm-hmm. of "fuck you" to everybody, like that. That was amusing me to, at the beginning. Yeah, I wish they hadn't killed him off so it, fast. It's just it's weird because this movie was a series of I enjoyed characters, like I was enjoying him in the beginning, and then it's like, oh, he's done now. Here, enjoy weird Brad Dorif. Yeah, and then like he kind of goes away, and it's like, oh, here's Wall Puncher Six Thousand right. going to yell everything, and so like those three sets of characters are going to get three jocks, and I, I didn't hate the aesthetics. There's a lot of things about this movie that I could hate. I, I didn't really catch on that, like other than Wayland and Utani. I didn't catch like that they were really doing all of the other names yeah. that they were doing until the credits. Yeah. But if that if they'd really stress that, I'd be like, all right, movie, come on. <laughs> That's still a shitty thing. <laughs> it's still to a do. shitty. Thing. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's bad.
2: Stupid. I hate it. So many, so many directors do
0: that. And once. then the Terminator line when he puts mm. on the Cyberpuncher. Uh, yeah, oh, there's there's yeah. weird
2: like Stallone and Schwarzenegger references like, through this. They're and I'll like,
0: be back, uh,
2: Yeah, uh, I'm right, bros. <laughs> Lady bro. But it's kind of funny because it's like right when he says that they flip the switch and he just goes. Ah!
1: <laughs> so well, he also has a, a great yeah. deal with it moment too. like he has cyber shades yeah. come out to, from the side. Yeah, and he does. me fill you with. And,
2: and there's a love. weird like 45 second scene of him going through lawnmower man world mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. I'm entering into cyber soldier mode. Which is yeah. just a long computer-generated tunnel.
1: Yeah, three might be a little generous, but I, I don't know. I, that's I, not I, I, like, I, I like close to a three. I like movies like this, and this one doesn't offend me too bad. There are some really stupid not lines, which
2: it started bad. Away. It yeah. got a lot better.
1: Yeah, I
0: I turned on this movie uh, early, <laughs> and it took pretty much up until shit got real with the uh, war beast. It's really hard to recover from some of that, though. So, I'll give it one jocks for shh, <laughs> be quiet, <laughs> and um, one jocks for the rest of the crazy shit. Two jocks, <laughs> okay? That's fair. Th- those names, like even I was rooting for the movie at the end, and yeah. then I'm like, oh my god, these names. Yeah, and and then I realized that oh my god, this movie is a ripoff of every other. Sci-fi monstery thing that's kind of come before it. Welcome it's, to the early '90s. No oh, one had an yeah.
2: original idea. When did Species come out? Early '90s. Yep. That movie. Just I had saw breasts. Species right around the same yeah.
1: time as Split Second. I mean, there was that, and like a little bit later it was Mimic. I mean, there was all these movies. Yeah, yeah. Mimic was, I think, late middle middle to late '90s. But Mimic still. was like '97, '98. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah Injucks.
0: It, not bad.
2: I mean, no, uh, it, it, watch it, it, it with your. Got friend. better. Yeah. Yeah. We were about the 30-minute mark, and I was just like, I wish we could bail yeah. on this. This is I,
3: I wish it lived up to Patrick's enthusiasm for it. Maybe he email. saw the longer, nicer-looking version. It's very yeah. possible, because that's the version in Europe, okay, from my understanding, or at least the UK. No. So, That's probably the easier one to acquire over there. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, now that we're all going to have uh, region-free Blu-ray players, maybe we can get ourselves a copy.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I want to give this movie money. No, I don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Alright, well let's take a break and uh, come back and talk about some other things. Welcome back! Hey,
0: Hey, second half, second half, half half of seconds. Hi, hi. So, um, there was a little tiny movie Mm -hmm. that came out Mm -hmm. about big giant robots, right? And we all watched it. Yes, we did. Yeah, and we all loved it. Mm -hmm. Five million jocks from each of us. All of the jocks. All of the jocks. Right. Five stories of jocks. Yes. Um. Well. (laughs) Like. Okay. (laughs) Twenty stories of jocks. However big those robots were. Million stories. Yeah. Uh, I have all sorts of stories about docs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs>
2: Pacific Rim is the Pacific name of the movie. <laughs> uh
0: was glorious and we recorded a spoil cast about it. So you can go to the website www.bmfcast.com,
1: and it is there. Go listen to it. Yeah. Maybe it's not awesome. right now if you're watching the live stream, but probably tomorrow. If you haven't yeah.
0: yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, then wait. If you have seen the movie, just go fucking listen. Yeah, don't Fox.
1: listen and go watch the movie first. And yeah. Then go listen to it. Yeah,
2: we're giving you some time. <laughs> to go see the movie and then mm-hmm. come back it and it is listen.
1: a movie well worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is.
2: That is our biggest spoiler. See the movie. It is good.
0: Yeah. If you are a fan of what we do, then you will be a fan of this. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a shithead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so speaking of shitheads, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is kind of not fair of a review, but I'm gonna we're gonna do it anyway. Chuck and I watched, or at least tried to watch, the the zeitgeist of the internet's Sharknado. Mm-hmm. Sci-Fi yeah. Channel, Asylum Films, original Sharknado.
2: Which originally we were going to watch this week.
1: Yeah, I, it was weird.
3: By mid Thursday night, I was like, "We've already missed the Sharknado zeitgeist." Yeah, like I'm already sick of Sharknado.
0: Yeah, that's two zeitgeists. We got a moratorium on that
3: word now. That was fun. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's just it's just a joke. <laughs> zeitgeist, right. man. Th- 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 yeah, geist Carolina. of zeit. <laughs> Gotta bring it. Most dangerous geist. (laughs) But no, but like, I'm still amazed. (laughs) Geist NATO. There you go. Want to be part of the cultural geist NATO. I'm just kind of amazed at how many people were live tweeting that. Like, how how and it got to that point and it made me feel bad when i was seeing like mainstream coverage of sharknado i I'm that not, was just like entertainment weekly gave it like a b plus and time gave it like an a and i just, saw
2: articles on time i yeah. saw articles on forbes i saw i mean it was like what's happening here
1: i'm not gonna lie the next day i made a sharknado joke to somebody completely random and yeah. tell they totally were oh i saw that on the news and yeah. i was like yeah, I was, I was like, I was sound- talking about my my grandmother panicking whenever weather happens. It was about to storm outside. And they were like, "Why don't you go ahead and go beat the weather?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's like, like, like you sound like my grandmother. Like you know, whenever she hears the weather, she assumes a tornado made of sharks is coming our way." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I heard about <laughs> oh, that. I heard about the tornado." So it was yeah. like, "Yeah, okay, it's it's
0: everywhere. weird how that like, and I don't even know what propelled it so far. I mean, I know Asylum was pushing." Uh, you know, here's they here's were the attacking social media with that. But
2: sometimes you just get this cultural idea, and the last time this happened was the Lindsay Lohan Marilyn Monroe movie, where just people flocked to Twitter. It was like you know what? This is going to be fun. It's going to be like a you community. Yeah, the Liz Taylor one. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, it, where it just like you see comedians tweeting about it, and everyone just like oh, I'm going to flip to that, and then everybody joins in. That's the thing. Sharknado was a ridiculous enough idea that people were like. We gotta watch Sharknado. It's a tornado of sharks, of course. I mean, you know, Asylum has nine million dumb ideas like that. Just mm-hmm. this one came out of nowhere and was just right. like, this is gonna be the it's one.
0: Carpet bombing effect, I guess.
1: Yeah, for whatever reason. <sighs> it starts off okay enough. Like, the first scene, I was like, alright, let's 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 do this. I'm, I'm with you, terrible CG, tornado made of sharks. Like, the opening scene is funny, and the and the gravitas that you want in a bad movie like this. Like, played straight face. Sure. You've got... Russian or some other indeterminate captain. No idea what boat. that dude was. Yeah. And <laughs> like and like what they're doing is like they're this illegal fishing operation that's catching sharks and cutting the fins off to make shark fin soup for the Japanese. Past. Right. And like the guy's on board and he's like, Hmm, it's all right, shark shark fin soup, I'll give you whatever and they have their Bad guy like, no, you're going to pay me one million dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then Sharknado hits and everyone gets killed on the boat by tornado sharks. Yep. Yay. And then it becomes the actual movie, which is fucking awful. And not even funny awful, just fucking awful. I I don't know what it was with that opening scene. I didn't notice it then, but at the second like Ian Ziering and John Hurd and everybody else showed up, it was like they hit a levelator on the entire movie because the score the sound effects, and the dialogue were all the exact same volume. I was having the hardest time even understanding what they were saying because everything was happening at, like, the same volume. Background noise, everything.
2: Yeah, and, and on my end of things, at least the DirecTV version of this, the sound was out of sync. Okay. So oh, goody. It, it was just enough to be noticeable, Thanks. Satellite. and
1: it made it a little irritating, but that was not... That wasn't even, like, the worst thing. I mean, no. I was, I was going to kind of try to forgive that, but then... It just becomes that, like, we're in L.A., but it doesn't feel out like L.A. because there's 10 people in any given place mm-hmm. instead of the thousands or millions you would see on the highway if something crazy were happening. It's like we're on an off-ramp, and there's 10 people in 10 other cars And, oh, my God, mass hysteria. Yeah. Because the idea becomes this... It's not even really a Sharknado. It's a shark fucking hurricane in the beginning. Right. Like, blows ashore, and it's literally washing water and sharks onto land. So Mm. there's, like, sharks... sounds pretty cool. It sounds cool.
2: Yeah, on paper. I mean, it sounds fine, and it sounds right up our alley. It's done so badly. Yeah. I mean, just... First of all, there's this whole, like, build-up scene on the beach where I just random shenanigans is the only way I can describe what's going on. There's, like, a jet ski and swimmers and sharks, and it's just cutting... And it looks like it was shot at 26 different beaches at 26 different times during the day because from one shot to another it's like it's dusk over here it's bright sunlight over here it's raining there the storm is over here none of the shots look like they match
1: at all a lot of it looks like stock footage especially the surf
0: people yes yes and like remembered um the asylum tweeting something about stock
1: footage oh yeah i I don't doubt it stock footage beach basically but like
2: but like Ian Ziering and dude are on they get on a, a jet ski and it's like let's go and they cut to the same shot except now they're on a green screen and it's like are they afraid of the water? Can you not film them going 10 miles an hour on a jet ski? What is, why is this happening? Yeah. There's just a level of poor quality to this. That is so infuriating and they're doing things like here's a girl on the beach and quick shot, slow shot, you know, create it just like every tool in the final cut effects bar. They're just throwing it in there because no one knows what to do. It's that, it's that kind of incompetence that I can't stand.
0: And the, the weird thing about that to me is, I can't tell if it's and I, I haven't seen it, but I watched. I mean, I, I was paying attention to Asylum uh, live tweeting it, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was like gleeful incompetence or they no. actually thought they were doing something. No. Well, I mean, just their their feeling about what they were doing. Like it
1: doesn't feel like it because I mean, like I mean, there's a lot of bad in like Transmorphers and Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. They didn't feel this bad. Like this feels like. They're like, we got this concept and we got a couple of stars. It doesn't matter who makes it. Let the guy that was the third unit director on on whatever, yeah. you know, Terror Snake, make this one because it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: they just need to crank I'd these things out as fast as they can. And, and cheap. Yeah, and cheap. But y- you think about like back to the Roger Corman days where everyone who was working for Roger Corman wanted to be great they were like, I will do whatever you want me to do and I will make it the best that I can make it because yes. I want out of this and I want to be someone f- fantastic one
1: day. That's what hurts. Is It feels like why aren't... I mean, all of the up-and-coming people coming out of film school and everything, why isn't this like the farm league for real movies? Absolutely. It, 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 they should be... People
2: out of film school should be going to asylum and cutting their teeth on making the best shitty movie they can make mm-hmm. instead of what we're getting, which is just the lowest common denominator oh. of bad.
3: And it almost feels like... If you've been in an Asylum film, it's like you may as well been in porn. You're done.
2: Kind of, yeah. You get a level of star where it's just like they're not ever going to work in a real movie again. And I feel bad for John Hurd. I can't believe he has reached that level. I don't know what happened to him. Dude, Mm. look at him. No, I know, (laughs) but I I joked that he was just in that bar and they were filming around him because he was hanging out there. But, I I mean, I don't want to come across as like some sort of snob about bad movies but there is a quality level to it and I'm not hating on it because the internet loved it I'm hating on it because it is so unbelievably terrible and not in a fun way it's like when the sharks start flying through the windows of this restaurant and characters just immediately grab pool cues and start stabbing them in the head it's like that is not the normal reaction someone would have someone would be like holy fuck a shark just came through the window but no one acknowledges this no one acknowledges this because then they all run out on the pier and John Hurd's like hitting them with a bar stool. And it's just like, this is instant chaos. No one is acknowledging anything that's going on. You you got to, you got to talk up your story a little bit, a little bit, give us a little something. And instead they give us like a 10 minute phone call with Ian Ziering and Tara Reid, who's standing in front of pictures of Tara Reid, which is <laughs> just really strange.
1: That were the before pictures of yeah, surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I got twenty minutes into it, yep. and I was just like, I don't want to watch any more of this. Yep. And I know I've heard from like five people now that the the ending gets super ridiculous. I've seen what it is, and I just, I just,
1: I've seen what it is, and it probably does help. But
2: getting there is not worth it.
1: I felt yeah. like I wanted to watch the uh, the movie that was on before it, whatever. Um what I think it was Mega Shark was on, like, right before it on Sci-Fi, so my DVR got the last few minutes. And, I mean, it was literally this giant shark, mm-hmm. and it was... Apparently, it didn't really need to be in water, because it was attacking people on land. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a giant, stupid CGI shark, but mm-hmm. I was just like, this looks like more fun than that other one. Yeah. And yeah it had it's John weird Snyder that we keep... Dukes of
3: like, it. we have not had a good track record with Asylum. No. The, one, the
1: ones we've done, like they never live up to their premise. They just they feel disappointing. I think that I think that's the best way to express it is like why aren't why aren't potentially good filmmakers cutting their teeth on these? Yeah. I don't I don't get it. I mean, you look at these and then you look at the all the 90s and 2000s stars making the Bulgarian pictures. Why aren't they good directors in those? I mean, yeah. why all these shitty movies that are being made? Why aren't the next, you know, Ridley Scott and and people like that making these movies, like yeah. or you know, like the old days. I, I mean, you should the Joe Dante's. You I should be
2: interning at yeah. Asylum Films while you're at UCLA Film School or something like that. That that should be part of your college credit to do that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you got to get someone like Roger Corman. Is all the credit in the world is like we're going to make shitty movies. Yeah, that's our that's literally our goal is to make B movies, but we're going to go find future talent. Yeah, and people yeah. and and it's it's I think if if someone went on from these to make real movies, they they would erase them off the resume, not like James Cameron going, yeah, yeah I made Piranha's too. Fuck you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who they're getting. Like,
0: besides the actors, I mean, we've, we know they're hurting for a paycheck or whatever. Well, but some of these people can still act. That's I mean, the thing. You know. You've
2: got people who at one time were not esteemed, but they were capable of acting in a major motion picture made by a Hollywood studio. They were they were enough to be a, a major character or a major supporting character for a while. I, I understand now that some of these people have fallen off, fallen by the wayside and, and the, but you know you look at like you look at like dudes like Martin Landau and, and, and the older guys who like sort of ended up in nothing but horror movies like Donald Pleasance and stuff like that. they were still so good. And when you, when they got a good director, they were they were even if it was a genre movie, it was so great. You just need someone to steer them and make them good. You you just can't keep casting Tiffany and Debbie Gibson and Urkel and make me care about a shark movie. Yeah, I mean, all those (laughs) things sound
1: funny on paper. It's like, oh, my God, let's watch that movie that has Urkel and Debbie Gibson in it. Right. That'll be funny. And then, like, you watch it and it's like, "Mm, it's really not. And
2: and, and that's the thing. Asylum is not trying to make a good product. They are trying to make a product. They're trying to make an
3: ironic product.
2: Well, they're trying to make a product that will be popular enough to let them make another product. And they're realizing that the only way to do that is to make it a joke, that to cast it as a joke, and to make it as shitty as possible. Yeah, I mean, and, the, the, and unfortunately, they're getting rewarded for that. And I, I don't want to begrudge their success.
0: I just, I, <laughs> well, didn't, didn't, wasn't there a story about how it actually didn't do very well on its? There was some story, and but that's
2: nielsen ratings and i think i think that's a bunch of bullshit still
1: i still don't think they can fully count dvrs and things like that yeah
2: i mean come on
1: but it's probably had more people watch it than the last 30 asylum or sci-fi movies yeah yeah
2: i really think okay asylum makes great trailers you think of that mega shark trailer that everyone loved and it was just like i that's how that's why so many people watch that but you watch it and you realize okay i saw everything in the trailer the rest of this movie is junk we were kind of talking about this the other day if they would make like anthology movies and just do like 30 minute versions of these, you could probably make a pretty good movie. You could probably make a 30 minute, really good shark tornado movie. Mm-hmm. You pad that out to two hours and it's just like, oh geez, you know, I yep. really, there's so much junk in this.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. I guess I don't, I don't know what it is. I, don't, I mean, these products I guess can exist. If people watch them, fine. I feels like the old original sci-fi movies before asylum kind of got involved mm-hmm. were are better i mean somehow like maybe they weren't quite so high concept i just my think about loves them <laughs> well they're not like if so many of the sci-fi
3: movies felt like some dude was like i want to do some shit with dinosaurs yeah or and i want to make Skeedo. a dinosaur movie you know it yeah like it would it didn't feel like it was churned out from a factory of well i've seen what's our next crazy thing
2: i have seen movies both called DinoCroc and frankenfish and i will support those movies to my dying breath those are really fun dumb movies and i just get mad when i see a better concept come along made in the worst way possible
4: yeah
1: so and yeah, yeah. i just i i don't know what the the comment is if, if it's on the quality of the movies or why everyone is now suddenly like it's the cool thing to ironically say i liked it or watched it or live tweeted or whatever it's just like why should you give a shit yeah i mean, really I, let's be honest 20 minutes and you should go out, you should go out, gone. I have better things to do with my life yeah. than continue watching this.
2: But also, here's the thing. I, I think that people who don't watch the caliber of stuff that we watch on a regular basis see this and think, oh, that's a bad movie. That's fun. And it's fun to point at it and go, that sucks. And it's not what we like to do.
3: Yeah, it's not how we consume these types of movies. Because we go into every one of them hoping that they're awesome in crazy ways. Yes, we don't go into them going. We are going to mock the shit out of this. Yeah,
2: that's not that's not yeah, ever yeah, what I, I want. Hope this is painful. Yeah, yeah no. What no. Mo-
3: the mocking we do as we're watching the movies tends to be just like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah, and it's but usually it's more going along with it yes. rather than turning on it. Right. We very it's very rarely, rarely that we just turn on it and are yeah. just like fuck this thing.
2: Yeah. So I mean, that's our own thing. That's our own little. Difference in this and that, you know, we watch a lot of these things and we have specific interest, but I just I don't see how you I would just rather recommend anything along these lines. Other than that, Mm -hmm. there there are good, dumb creature movies out there, some made within the last 10 years that are probably pretty good. I mean, the Piranha remake as ridiculous as it is and how just loaded with tits and, and just almost embarrassing to
1: a point is still a fun movie. It's better mm-hmm. than this. I mean, you know... I, well, I mean, it, to me, it, it feels like when they made Snakes on a Plane, that should have been the end. It was like, here's as good of this kind of movie you're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest star you're going to get, the biggest, you know, best film version of this movie you're ever going to see. Enough something on the something or something mixes with something or, right. you know... Carnosaur, Sharkistus, you know, like I know mean, <laughs> yeah. new... Sharkistus, <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, so you just well, this is that's what it is. It's, it's they have like a little dartboard. and There's like, well, and
2: I think I think Snake Shark. Honestly, okay. they've kind of been chasing that ever since. They've been trying to hit that cultural.
4: Thing. Yeah, that's what the thing is, like, even I, though that
2: didn't that. do oh, it very poorly? It bombed. Yeah. Like pe- when it came out, people were like, "Wait a minute, I don't want to go see that." If it had been on Sci-Fi, it would have been crazy popular. Oh, yeah,
3: that's awful because that was
1: that was so much fun at the theater. Yeah,
3: well, yeah, right. well, it was just it was one of those things that determined, especially for me. There's a difference between being mainstream popular mm-hmm. and internet popular. Oh, yeah. And Snakes on a Plane was definitely internet popular,
2: which translates
0: and, to nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Sharknado, the also internet popular. Yeah, the statistics that I that I just read, um, basically, it was. Like 60% of what is considered um, not a bust for a yeah. uh, sci-fi original movie. Yeah, good. It got good cable ratings, but not good sci-fi original right. movie ratings. However,
2: I think they'll come out of this okay, because they're getting sure such they mainstream will. coverage out of it. I mean, like, the people who own Asylum are going to be on, like, Good Morning America and stuff. I mean, they're making that. Uh-huh. The, this company is now all of a sudden in the forefront. It would be great if people were like, hey, I want to go work for them. People with talent would say, I want to go work for them. That yeah, would be yeah, great.
1: Yeah, I just, that's what we're saying. Make it a farm league, an internship that's like, yeah, you know, like, we're going to fund you making a movie that you can put on your resume. Yeah. Come show us what, you know, Show yeah. come make a five-minute movie and show, show us what you got. Right, right. Come cut a trailer of the movie, the last movie we Exactly.
2: I mean, that's what Joe Dante did yeah. for Roger Corman. They cut trailers. Seriously, and then he yeah. was like, go make your movie, Joe
1: yeah, Dante. Yeah, that's, that's one of the best ways to do it. It's like, pick out the best part of this movie without spoiling anything major and make people want to watch this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you can do that, chances are you can probably put together a whole movie
2: yeah please please do that guys I mean now next week on sci-fi I think we're gonna be in much better territory which is blast Vegas with Barry yeah. Bostwick and it's a oh hell yeah it's Barry a sand snake oh, destroying, destroying Las Vegas so yeah yeah, yeah.
1: is that <laughs>
2: not an asylum not an asylum film? No. Yeah, that'll probably that'll be okay be, okay be
1: better <laughs> yeah, it will probably be better yeah so anyway moving on to some other movies some real movies okay <laughs> yeah
2: ones that we watched
0: all the way through. A movie that I think was an improvement over another, in a similar vein, a m- movie that I was slightly disappointed with, and then a, a movie from a similar entity that I was quite impressed with. Um, I talked about Shaun of the Dead and how I was kind of not exactly too terribly excited by it, and I, that means Ooh. I internet hate it, for the record. Mm-hmm. No, you just um, hated it. Fucking hate I it. didn't hate it. You
1: I just... i hate drinking from a Shaun of her. the Dead glass right now. I like, know. You know... Hater, lots of
0: good jokes from the movie. Great, oh, yeah. wonderful cultural phenomenon. Whatever, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I watched the next movie in the series, uh, which is Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Came through my uh, Netflix uh, DVD Q cleansing program, mm-hmm. and I really liked Hot Fuzz. And I was talking to Harlow on on the break, and I'm like, there, there's something that just it's sharper or it's much much more well-polished. There's something about that movie that feels very, very well put together. And well, it's I more think of it's, a
2: genre that you like,
0: isn't it? I like zombie, Zomcoms just it, fine. But Ram you're zombcom. Zombcom. Yeah, zomcom <laughs> But action movies are, you know, yeah, more of well, your forte.
4: <laughs>
2: this one Will takes forte.
0: a long time to get to an, to be an action movie. Oh, this is. I, I mean, have you seen Hot nope. Fuzz? No, we sort of went through this, where all of us were mm. like,
2: "I haven't seen Hot Fuzz."
0: You haven't seen Hot
3: Fuzz. I have not seen Hot
0: Fuzz. Okay, yet. we've seen Hot Fuzz. We have uh, Harlow and I. It's um, the cool it, diagonal of the day. Yeah, <laughs> it it takes <laughs> like, a long time for it to get to action movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it does, it's fucking fantastic. But when it isn't an action movie, it's a pretty decent kind of weird comedy, and it, there's something about it. Just the the editing, everything clicked really well for me. And I think it's just the tipping point at which I start to like Edgar Wright because I watched Spaced on Harlow's Recommendation. I watched a few episodes, three, four, five, mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, so and f- I
1: the first two seasons. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I did not really like it at all. There was something that just, again, didn't click with me about it. And you got Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright and Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Yeah. And it just didn't work for me. So I think it's just there's there's a point at which Edgar Wright reached that crosses into my enjoyment zone. Uh, <laughs> there's a terrible description of it. In the um, zone. In the zone. And, uh, and it really works. Hmm. So if you like Shaun of the Dead, you will probably, I, I think you would really like Hot Fuzz. Um, I think
2: every time I'm here, I'm like, I should really go home and watch Hot Fuzz. Yes. And then, I, then I just forget. Yeah. yeah. I keep thinking that. Too. And then I like see it in a store. I'm like, there's a, there's a double featured disc of Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. And I'm like, I should get that and watch
1: it. I will load a Blu-ray. And then I just wander I away, <laughs> and I'm just
0: like, I don't know. Hot Fuzz, uh, gone. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's 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 actually really fun. I, I, I like it a lot. And it's and it's not just that stupid action. Like it, the trailers really. Or what I remember of the trailers really betray what it actually is, because um, it's not just balls to the wall stupid action movie. It's um, it's not the other guys.
1: That's why that's how the trailers marketed it is yeah. that it was all going to be like stupid buddy cop jokes after another. Like right. here's every trope you've ever seen in a buddy cop movie. Yeah, that is how the trailers made it. Yeah. Like. yeah,
0: and I mean there is a point where it hits that and it it nails everything you want in that. Yeah, that because, last well, twenty it, minutes is it just does, fucking.
1: It does the thing. It's like they they slowly talk about everything in the first part of the movie, and then when it, the shit goes crazy, they do everything they were talking about exactly.
0: Yeah, which is and it it works. Really, they do that really in really well.
1: of the Dead* too. Not to put too fine a point on it, but yeah, they do. <laughs> it,
4: yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Yes.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely definitely see that it's a, it's a good high recommendation for me I'll watch it yes no, you should <laughs> you won't but you should <laughs> I'll watch it yeah I have it on Blu-ray you'll be so too busy buying Steam games or nah, something yeah
3: that's the problem is I have it on Blu-ray <laughs> yeah so I don't have it on DVD so I can't watch it as easily at work
0: yeah ah you didn't get a DVD and a digital copy with your Blu-ray I don't think so
3: I don't know ah, that was one of the saying. first Blu-rays I got yeah you'd have to I had it on HD DVD I was gonna I had, say wasn't it I had to trade it the, yeah so you got it in a trade. Do yeah. you want
0: to borrow my Netflix disc of it? <laughs> I will give yeah. you the HD DVD. Because <laughs> I still have it. Yeah. Man. But you yeah, can I, play that on your nothing. I know.
3: That, that's like, <laughs> it's weird. It's way up on that list of, I need to watch this. But just like Chuck said, it's like it never, it somehow something else always trumps it for yeah. whatever reason. Turn in your gun and badge
1: or loose cannon. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, speaking of stuff that just kind of like randomly ended up going in, Uh, After Pacific Rim, (laughs) I was on a Del Toro kick, so I decided, I think I'll watch Hellboy again. I like Hellboy. I want to like Hellboy more than I like it. That's me. There's something about it that never clicks. And I've seen the regular cut, and I watched the director's cut again, because that's the disc I have. And I don't know what it is that keeps me from liking it, because Ron Perlman is awesome. I think I figured out that it's the Myers character being shoehorned in who was not in any of the comics and is this cipher for the audience that you don't really need and i don't know i I guess i guess the other main thing about that is these are supposed to be world ending events that never feel like it and that's something that he obviously figured out for pacific rim because that one feels like everything is at stake Whereas Hellboy never seems like a big deal to the characters, what they're, what's happening. It, it never has that weight of, like, if we don't fix this, the world ends. And I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't work as well as I want it to, even though I like it a lot. And Chuck, I know you love this movie and you've seen it a dozen times. And you're just being completely silent. So No, we,
2: we've had this discussion before. I don't know how I am the champion of this comic book movie. And
1: the comic book people are like, "Yeah, it's not as good as it should be. Well, I have no... I know basically no prior knowledge of the character, and comic I still Comic book people are terrible. Well, I have particularly, zero particularly, yeah, knowledge. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, I don't particularly care for that movie. I mean, I don't hate it either. I I, I, I know... Th- this is the, other, the exact discussion we have. I think the sequel's a little bit better. I know it's heavy-handed, but I, I feel like it's more cohesive as a movie With besides the heavy-handed messages.
3: I'll be watching that one tomorrow. Okay, I... I, I still haven't just seen it. Just not knowing Hell anything about yet, the so.
1: character on either one. I, I felt like the second movie was a little bit better.
3: But there's there's so much good stuff in that in Hellboy One. Yep. So much good stuff and I really wish it came together better for me. But I it just there's something about it that just doesn't ever click and make me go, This is awesome.
0: I barely remember a fucking thing about Hellboy. No, I will
2: always remember the Jeffrey Tambor turn in that movie where it's just like Hey, you're all right <laughs>
0: oh with the cigar yeah the yeah. whole
2: the whole is just one of those things that movies never do where the guy's just a total dick the entire time like uh, you, you, your whole department sucks and i can't wait to shut you guys down oh wait you actually did some cool shit well all right you're all right by me mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're friends <laughs>
1: yeah
3: yeah that's all i Watched Side from Pacific Rim, which is awesome, and I want to watch it again.
1: Okay. Maybe even in 3D. Let's wrap this puppy up, then, if we ain't got nothing else. No, we got emails. Do we? Yeah. All right. Let's do those. I watched
0: some TMNT 2, Secret of the Ooze. Uh, Oh, oh, really? Go Ninja. Yeah. Go Go Ninja. Ninja. I passed out before the
1: Ninja wrap. I was so mad at myself. You should be, because everything else in that movie is utter garbage. It is. It's that... uh, How they went out of their way to make them not use their weapons continually... Basically, that
0: movie did everything. Early 90s Could. violence. To uh, yep.
1: just suck. Yeah. Like, oh, my numchucks fell. Let me fight you with two linked sausages. Ha. Ha. <laughs> hey, I remember ah. that. Oh, I just use a baguette instead of my sword. Ha. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> ha. Well, didn't they go out of it? Wasn't that the one where they went out of their way to make them not be able to use their weapons? Yeah, against like it was it the second one that did that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, what? yes it was. That, <laughs> that was a, that literally was, what I just said. That, that,
3: that, <laughs> you just had a you just oh, had yeah. a meme moment. Well, I was I was reading the fucking emails. Oh, no. Sorry, it's okay. Welcome back. BJ <laughs> was talking about falling asleep during another movie, so I wasn't paying enough attention. Okay, okay. I, I was burger.
0: really drunk in my defense. <laughs> well, that makes sense now. So <laughs> <yeah>.
3: <laughs> I know why you went there. Now right? that I've read ahead on the emails okay. while I you yeah, that's talking, I was giving you time. Yeah, go ninja go ninja uh first one's from david hey david. you said just got out of pacific rim hey bamcast this is david from Moncton, new New brunswick, brunswick. all oh, right you. yes the place that the trailer park boys are, al- <laughs> are <laughs> always get to is a real place oh montauk yep mm-hmm. right this is my first time emailing you i've been listening to the podcast for a while now anyway the pleasantries are out of the way i just saw pacific rim with my wife and holy shit balls it Fuck was awesome yeah. i had a smile on my face from start to end it was nice that they didn't drag out the human parts of the story too much. Transformers, I'm looking at you. And you can actually follow the bloody fights. Again, Transformers, you know what you did. <laughs> I found that this was the first time a CGI fight felt real and visceral. The scale of the kaiju and the Jaegers felt real and Yeagers. not out of place when they hit each other. It felt impactful and not like two 3D models sliding around. The humans were not bad for once in this type of movie. I have a soft spot for Robert Miley, seeing as he lives like 10 minutes away from where I live. But he didn't get any speaking parts, That was probably for the better. They had a large cast, but only focused on the needed players. Oh, is that the is that the Russian dude, by any chance? Uh, look up? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. It'd be cool if you guys did a spoiler cast for the movie. Okay. Well, guess what? <laughs> you guys posted your spoiler cast for Fast Five the same day I saw it, and man, was it fun to listen to after just watching the movie. Yeah. Anyway, keep up the good fight, and remember, kids, I'm a banana. I'm a banana. Crash and burn, <laughs> David. <laughs> P.S. I taught my five-year-old daughter to do a crash and burn with Daddy. She calls out crash and burn as we pump fists. This is ever so cute. Hell Father yes. of the year.
1: What was the dude's name again? One more time? David. David. No, not the the guy in the movie. You said <laughs> lives near him. <laughs> David. No, he's David. Oh.
3: Uh <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Robert Miley. He, he was Robert
1: Mallet. Yeah, he was Ken I'm gonna guess that's the Russian dude. I think so.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, look at that guy.
3: Uh we got another voicemail. Is again about Pacific Rim, so I figured we get those out of the way.
1: Hey guys, this is Rich in
3: Pittsburgh, first time calling. Long time chatting on Twitter, email, and other things.
2: Anywho, just got out of a 7.30 show on Pacific Rim, and I am officially begging you
1: guys to do a spoil cast on it. I've never yelled louder, screamed more, or thoroughly enjoyed a summer film, especially as an adult since I have with this one. Anywho, love the work. Crash and burn. Rich
2: out.
3: Well, <laughs> your wish is granted, Rich.
0: We're like genies of the Internet. Yeah
3: granting wishes Little they're all
2: the same you know. wish but hmm. we would give you everything you wanted
3: yep and yep civigram <laughs> cheering throwing a popcorn it's yeah. great Mass hysteria mm-hmm. yep uh, next up is Matt what's up Matt Matt also says MC in his signature so MC, well, MC Matt. Matt, Matt MC Matt says the best of a <laughs> bad <laughs> lot oh. hey Bamcasters! Hey. after listening to the entire Bamcast archive I've noticed a singular absence the filmography of Uwe Bowl. We'll get to this at the end of it. He's missed two Uwe Boll movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Every every other source of terrible film has been at least touched upon, but the dumpster from Deutschland has yet to be reviewed by you four fine gentlemen. You've been brought the topic up amongst yourselves several times, only for Chuck to emphatically shoot down suggestions like Alone in the Dark. I'm here to tell you that Chuck is right. (laughs) The over of Uwe (laughs) is profoundly difficult to approach. This highly intelligent pugilist with a passion for film can't seem to translate anything into actual cinematic gold. Worse, it's difficult to recommend any one of his films as an enjoyable experience, even knowing his reputation. Alone in the Dark actually stops time out of boredom. Blood Rain offers the dubious pleasures of watching Meatloaf run around with actual Romanian prostitutes. And in Postal, he tries to be offensively funny. Even worse, the window of opportunity is closing. Dr. Bolt actually seems to be getting better at making (laughs) film, and his more recent efforts have moved beyond laughably incompetent into simply aggressively mediocre. Perhaps the most damning and boring verdict of all. And yet I know you feel at uh, eat your Brussels sprouts obligation to at least take a stab at the Teutonic meat- tedium. <laughs> I humbly suggest that you consider its first U.S. theatrical release, House of the Dead, based loosely on the video game, a point driven piercingly home by the use of sections of gameplay as scene transitions. It's exactly the meandering idiocy it seems to be, stupid teenager stranding on a z- stranded on a zombie island. And yet at points it transcends into astonishing absurdity. There's conscious aping of the famous approach from The Wild Bunch, The film forgets to include a villain until the last seven minutes of the film. The characters actually discover a bound copy of the film's script when the plot stalls out. And there is an 18-minute action scene in which the heroes only advance 300 feet and someone shoots a Muppet. (laughs) It also contains one of the most astonishing moments in film plotting I've ever seen. A character has a flashback to a scene. He is still in. (laughs) There's a weird assortment of cameos, including Jurgen. Proc now as oh. the only competent character, Clint That's Howard as the Gordon <gasps> Fisherman, and Flash in the Pan star pop star Biff Naked spinning vinyl in the background. There's also a truly mesmerizing heroes flee in exploding outhouse in slow motion scene. Hmm. I have no illusions with it standing on IMDb currently at two stars. No one will mistake this for a good movie. It should be solidly in bags territory, especially as horror films don't tend to do well with y'all. <laughs> However, as I've seen it multiple times and subjected several groups of friends to it, I can attest that it keeps the audiences awake and throwing popcorn. The best of a bad lot. Crash and Burn, MC out.
2: Okay, so why has he not listened to the episodes of We've Films know. we did? I
3: guess he just missed the fact that we did In the Name of the King and, Far, and Cry. Far Cry.
2: Yeah, which were aggressively mediocre.
3: Yeah, which I guess are his later output. Yeah.
1: And we were like, hey, this guy's oh, right. not that bad, he's I guess. Right. I don't know. I, see, Okay, so House of the Dead is like the one I was always going to veto. Okay. Like I saw about fifteen minutes of that and wanted to claw my eyes out. Yeah, that's how I feel about *Alone in the Dark*. Okay, so I, I just that was on something and I was like, "Oh, hey, that's one of those hooey bull things." It's just yeah. every time either uh, of those come
2: up, I would just rather watch *Doom*. Yeah, I know *Doom* yeah, is terrible, yeah. but it's got the rock in it, and that's yep. all I care about.
1: Yep. Yeah, and Spock or uh, Bones, <laughs> Carl <Urban>. yes. <laughs> yes, that guy. Yes. One Red. of them.
2: One of them, *Star Trackers*. Yeah, one of them *Star Trackers*. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them by that *Star Trek*. It's
1: got dread. Those Trekists. <laughs> <laughs> Trekstar. All right.
3: Trekosaurus rex <laughs> nice uh our finnish friend Yiri. Mm-hmm. how did you pronounce his name harlow Yiri. Yiri? yeah i thought that's how i pronounced it. he said uh anyway he wrote he said 200th a episode on the yuri says Jerry. for your 200th episode are you going to watch Stuart gordon's the wonderful ice cream suit starring clifton collins jr and ever james almost <laughs> oh man <laughs> <And> <laughs>
1: harlow, he says and harlow got his name right oh well i also will be, I will go back down on your level of view of because I cannot watch a movie with Clifton Collins Jr., especially starring.
2: Hey, I thought he gained a lot of goodwill in Pacific
1: Rim. No, he didn't. Oh. Uh, he didn't <laughs> ruin the movie. No. That was it. He didn't wreck he the movie. He gained goodwill
3: by not wrecking the movie. Yes. Yeah. How about that?
1: What, what exactly is the source of your Clifton Collins Jr. anger? I, I've hated him. He's always the he person... He alliteration? W- yes, I do. <laughs> and juniors? Yeah, I do. Yeah. All those, yeah. No, he's just... Mm. He's always... He's always the guy in that movie that makes it worse. <laughs> just like, he's always the guy, he's one of those people I figured out, like when you're watching a movie, it's just like, oh, if he's not doing wacky parent commentary, then he's just making jokes that aren't jokes. Mm. And maybe that's not necessarily his fault. Yeah. But he's just that guy who's like, I'm the wacky sidekick who's going to be funny the whole time. Blah, blah, blah. He kind of feels a little bit like a low-rent John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's... You can't offend me when you talk about him. You can say he's a no rent <laughs> <laughs> welfare John Leguizamo. Which is, 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 which is pretty bad is the, because John Leguizamo is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the terrible. homeless drifters yeah. John Leguizamo. There yeah. you go. So I just I mean, yeah, I didn't hate Beans out of a can. I, I didn't I didn't hate the movie because of him, but like he's one of the reasons Boondock Saints 2 becomes even worse than it is. Oh. Cuz I'm just saying like Oh uh, man,
0: I'm glad I never got that far. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I you know, I'm just it's it's not a good movie anyway. But then, then they bring in like wacky guy to replace the other bearded wacky guy who wasn't quite as wacky as him. You know, it's, he's just awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Okay. I All right. it. I, 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 there's I three people it. I hate. It's Nikki Cat. It's Clifton Collins Jr. And it's Barry Pepper. All those people. If like I see them in a movie, it like makes me not want to see the movie.
2: Okay. Let me just turn you a little bit on Barry Pepper. <laughs> oh,
1: no, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> Chuck. Don't bother. No, okay. I want to hear we've this.
2: Been down this. No, road. no. It's fine, I want to hear this. No, it's okay. Tell me. Okay. Tell me no, time. that that rock movie he was in that that wasn't as good as the trailer suggested it would be the the where he's a trucker and he has to stop the drug Snitch? dealers. Oh yeah, he's in that and he's he finally looks like he's fitting the part
1: and not wrecking a movie. Hmm. good. Okay. So just those are three people that I see them in and like I won't necessarily 100% veto the movie, but it immediately makes me not want to see it. Well, I'm glad you did not know he was in Pacific Rim. There you
3: go. Uh, next one's Rich, who actually had just called in, but he. <laughs> He wrote in to say, Waze BMF has infiltrated my life. He says, Hello, gents. Rich from Pittsburgh here. I just got back from a sudden trip to South Carolina to see family. That part means zero to you, except for the fact that Bamcast and another podcast kept me awake and laughing for the 10 hour drive each way. That trip has allowed me to catch up on 20 solid Bamcasts in succession with a, with a redacted podcast chaser. That, that's his thing, not mine. Every 10. Anyways, I wanted to, in the spite of Goldie Hanukkah, <laughs> in the spirit of Goldie Hanukkah. God, like, oh, I'm so sad. Like, my brain is subconsciously rejecting theme months. No, they're all point. good. You yeah. have to do them all. Anyway. I wanted to give you an idea of the gifts this podcast and your banter have given me outside of <laughs> duh, of course. One, bath time with my son is now a continuing story of Lieutenant Squeaky Callahan, a loose cannon rubber duck that was busted down to tub cop duty because of a bank robbery gone wrong. My wife is not pleased with this development. (laughs) Two, I now have an appreciation not only of the Bond series, but its transformation over the decades in genre from movie to movie or at times Bond to Bond. And three, Chuck. Chuck at first was my least favorite as he was guaranteed to prevent a five jocks slash bag situation with a contrary view. However, after about episode one twenty, I've come to appreciate Chuck not as the Bamcaster we we all listeners want b j obviously yeah well Harlow and I are just fucking chopped Turps, liver here. definitely, yeah, and onions we're fucking broccoli, but the Bamcaster we need we want Chuck on that bamcast wall, extolling the <laughs> virtue, however within small, within battleship, or poking holes in the Avengers, or even wanting for him to enrage Mackie, Harlow and b j at the same time. so thank you, Chuck. I never thought you'd be my favorite bamcast host. <laughs> But your Frank Gorshin esque laugh <laughs> and desire to drive the others nuts is a true joy. Hey, hey, tell me you're Batman, rich out. <laughs> well, that's great. Thanks, man. Yeah, one day Harlow and I will get something that says. All hey, I can, all I can, can do like is you. say
1: uh, Polish names right. I think that's all I do. <laughs> if you could <laughs> just work me into actually. your huh?
2: duck story, that would be fantastic.
1: Was <laughs> he the far finish yeah, he's finished. In? Oh yeah. my bad. Yeah. My bad. Alright, so how about some contact information? Alright, so
0: email us, bmf at bmfcast.com Check us out on the website at uh, surprise, bmfcast.com. Find us on the socially stuff at YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter.com slash bmfcast uh, Find us on Stitcher, subscribe that way Get us streamed right into your face holes Find us on iTunes, search for Bad Movie Fiends, subscribe, rate, and review And you'll get us delivered directly to your iDevice when we post, it's amazing And you can also check us out on the Garfield phone, your big orange lasagna-loving friend. Wake him up. Give him something to do. Nine one zero five Jax BMF. Nine one zero five five six. Nine two six three. When you call, he loves Mondays. If you call on a Monday. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> you can't guarantee anything. otherwise, fuck them Mondays. Yeah. Speaking of
3: speaking of everyone who called on Monday this week, uh, we'll get you in next week. Yeah. Yep. Running long again. Mm-hmm. We don't need
1: an over two hour podcast again. No, long and strong. Right. Yep. So let's cut it off and get out of here. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie.
0: I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is BAMCast out.